Hello and welcome to Horizon Radio. I'm your host, Colin Flynn. On this episode, we'll be talking with Tom O'Brien, founder and president of Aculink and longtime user of Horizon Equipment. In Horizon News, Horizon has recently started a YouTube channel where we'll post videos covering the latest topics and developments in English and Japanese. Just the other week, we published a video outlining Horizon's donation of face and eye shields made on the RD4055 to local medical facilities. If you'd like the manual to create your own face and eye shields, shoot us an email and we'd be happy to send that along. Search for Horizon Channel on YouTube and hit subscribe to make sure you get all the newest videos. With that, let's hear from Tom O'Brien. Sure. Uh, well, my name is Tom O'Brien. Uh, I started this business in 1980 when I was 24 years old. I just celebrated my 64th birthday, so I've been doing this for 40 years now. Happy birthday. And, um, I grew up with a father who thought that uh, the one who died with the most toys wins. And um, people here who work with me um, are constantly in fear of me going to trade shows because they never know what I'm coming back with. But uh, we have been standard Horizon fans for years. Um, in fact, I think uh, the first uh, standard piece of equipment I bought was probably back in 1986. We've been big proponents of your equipment. In fact, I tell people if Standard uh, Horizon makes it, I don't look anyplace else. Uh, we've got, we actually sort of look like a showroom, I guess. We've got a smart stacker and, you know, the RD4055. We've got folding equipment. We've got uh, cutting equipment booklet making, getting ready to put a stitch liner in. We, we're huge fans of the equipment. Uh, we're primarily a cut sheet digital shop. Uh, we run Indigo presses. We've had the Indigo technology now for about 17 years. And where we are in Eastern North Carolina, finishing has always been core to what we've done because we didn't have trade finishing shops we could rely on. So to me, finishing has always been as, as important to me as print. And um, that's kind of where we come from. Where does the R&D 4055 uh, fit into your workflow at the moment? What kind of jobs are you putting through on there? Um, it's been core to what we're doing. And I think, you know, we do online uh, fulfillment for the photo gift, photo card industry. Basically, some big names that I'm sure you'd recognize, but I can't talk about that are sending us literally thousands of orders a day, printing on photo cards, uh, mugs, neckties, um, that sort of thing. And so that led to the need for the RD4055. Uh, uh, quite a bit of what we do are shaped cards, things that are die cut into circles and brackets and all kinds of shaped cards. And that led to the first RD4055, and we actually have two of them now. We're doing so much finishing work on a daily basis. One of them stays busy pretty much all day long, cutting cards and invitations and that sort of thing. And several years ago, we got into um, doing uh, business cards, uh, probably five different sizes. And I used to run thermography lines. So we had, you know, slitting equipment where you'd take an eight and a half by 11, 12 up business card. You'd send it through the first time, slit it into a four up, turn them sideways, go back through to get the, the final cut. And honestly, I really sort of thought that that sort of 
sledding equipment was the best way to do finishing of business cards. But because we already had the RD4055 here and we were doing the shaped cards, we got a couple of dies made to do business cards on it. I've actually got a video of us doing business cards and he told me that we've helped you sell a number of machines because what the video shows is one of my operators actually running a live stream of cards. She finishes out that size, she stops, she pulls the machine apart, makes a die change and is back running a minute and 16 seconds later cards are coming off after she's done a die change. For us, there is nothing else that I could have done to do any faster than what we've done. And because of the machine's ability, we're running runs of 100. So it'll shingle out 100. It pauses long enough for her to gather those stacks together, move them off to a table. The machine starts over again. And what you see is this rapid succession of typically either four across stream, a five across stream. These are all ultra short runs. Again, on the, uh, on the photo card side, I mean, we may get an order for one card. Uh, our average units per order, depending on who we're working for, uh, one of our uh, fulfillment partners, their average run of print is about 33. Another one of our fulfillment partners, the averages are a little bit higher, about 68. But I mean, we're talking about personalized cards that it matters if it gets to the right person. We could not be doing this without the RD4055. And I might mention as well, couldn't be doing it without the smart stacker. Yep, that's one of the things we try and focus on with the whores and equipment is being able to do not only those, you know, mid to long runs, but also those shorter runs as well. So you don't need to be going between different types of equipment for the different lengths of jobs you're yeah. doing. And speaking with the business cards, uh, actually right now, Horizon is about to launch uh, fairly soon a brand new business card stacker for the RD4055, which I think it, will be- You need it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be able to add another toy to your collection there. We'll send you the details Excellent. later. Excellent. <laughs> Don't tell my wife. <laughs> Yeah, now we've seen um, some interesting uses with the RD4055, um, not only cutting paper, but, you know, there's people cutting Tyvek with the machine. There's um, yep. over here in Japan, we're currently supplying uh, eye shields and face shields to local hospitals using the RD4055 to cut some plastic yep. material. Have you done any non-paper work on your RD4055? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got a customer um, who's got a really neat application where she does uh, placemats. And this is like magazine shoot kind of dinner tables. I mean, she is really, her business is all about fine dining. And so what she's done is she's had some clear acrylic pieces made in several different shapes, a rectangle, a small circle, a large circle. She's got a subscription service where she does these really beautiful floral designs uh, simulating needlepoint, and we actually print them on the indigo on a 15-point synthetic, and then we take them to the RD4055, and we die-cut them into a circle, which then slides into this acrylic piece, and it's designed 
to do a table setting, and I wish I was at liberty to share the name with you, but brilliant. I mean, everybody wants a subscription business these days, right? You get people accustomed. So we print these, we die cut them, and then send them out to her, and she's doing fulfillment on a subscription basis to her clients. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. So it's a 15-point synthetic. Again, this is one of those things where you can use the machine for applications where, let's say you bought the machine just to do business cards or just to do greeting cards. And then when you get that customer coming in saying, hey, can you do this job as well? The machine is able to handle those. So we make it easier to say yes to your clients. Absolutely. And we're even doing kiss cutting applications with it for labels. Absolutely. With the machine, you can do die cutting, kiss cutting, round corners, hole punching. It's really kind of everything you could do, let's say, uh, creasing as well. Some things you could do with like, let's say a letter press, you can do right on the RD4055 in a single pass. We actually have some combo dies where we're doing creasing as well as uh, cutting at the same time. And I might mention, we also have the CRF, which is a terrific piece of equipment as well. I mean, honest to God, I don't know what I'd do without the equipment. And, And thing that I tell people is, you really need to evaluate equipment to see if it's going to stand up in a manufacturing environment. And you all have some competitors out there that make very nice equipment, fits a nice price point. But my experience has been, it doesn't stand up to manufacturing. It's a great equipment if you're going to run, you know, an hour or two a day, maybe, you know, three or four days a week. But the hallmark of the horizon equipment to me, I've got a, a vac and a, a booklet maker that have been here running for 17 years now. You know, the shame is you, you build the stuff. So w- once you get it, unless your business grows in that area, I never need to buy another one because it lasts forever. I think that's one of the things that we really love about the, about the Horizon equipment is it is just built to last. It is bulletproof. We've got perfect binding equipment, three-sided trimming. Yep, a lot of our equipment is made not just for that. You have the occasional job coming in, but when you have a shop doing three shifts, we want to make sure that our equipment is ready for all three shifts. And it does. Speaking of the CRF, we've got got people that run that thing pretty much 24 hours a day doing all sorts of jobs on there. Some really interesting stuff. Multiple hours every day. And the RD4055s, the pair of them are right next to each other. They're running 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Now, we always like to hear back from our customers. We love to get that feedback to see where we can improve in the future. So, Tom O'Brien, what kind of innovations would you like to see from Horizon moving forward from here on out? Uh, you know, uh, I got some ideas for you. <laughs> okay. I, we print it, and then we have to finish it. And we look to you all for finishing then we've had to go to other people for packaging and with the automation that i've seen you all bring and i was lucky enough to get to go to the factory uh in japan last year and that was really an eye and seeing what you all are doing to become more efficient with trying to cut the number of of parts that you need i think by 20 percent. so you're making rollers that will not only work in your folding equipment, but also work in the smart stacker. I would love to see you guys get into packaging automation. Um, I went to Italy last November uh, to go look at some packaging automation equipment, and it was very nice equipment, and they're placing units in 
you know, big e-commerce fulfillment facilities all over the world. But seeing what you all are doing in your factory in Japan and the kind of R&D, the fact that you're supplying people all over the world and your equipment is so reliable that you really don't need replacement parts very often, but that supply chain is there for the rare instance that you do. Now that I've gotten so heavily into e-commerce fulfillment, we probably shipped, I don't know, uh, over 8,000 orders today. Today. Every one of those had to be packaged. I have seen what you guys can do, and I would love to see you build me a packaging line so when my Horizon equipment finishes it, now I've got Horizon equipment that's packaging it and labeling it and getting it to FedEx and UPS and USPS, and it's right up your wheelhouse, and I've talked with some of your folks there in Japan about it. Well, we've been very blessed uh, at Hors, and you know, everything is done in-house from research, development, manufacturing, and sales. Uh, so especially with our manufacturing side, uh, you've seen with your, with your own eyes, we have a huge plant over here with a lot of production uh, capability, and I believe uh, over 70% of our parts are all made in-house. So whenever we I, need to develop something quickly, we're right out the door with it. I even got to go upstairs where I saw you making your own circuit boards. Yeah, we try and make it so, you know, if we need to make any changes or we want to develop something new quickly, we're not waiting for that you know, factor down the road. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was absolutely, I can tell you, I've done over my 40 years in this industry, I've gotten to tour uh, a lot of different manufacturing facilities, paper mills, and that sort of thing. I can tell you, hands down, that trip to Horizon in Japan, that is the best factory tour I've ever seen. You folks are amazing. And it tells me, now I, I now I understand why I've always believed if Horizon made it, I didn't want to look anyplace else. Well, thank you very much, Tom. What's new for AccuLink? Where are you guys going to be expanding? What's happening in your neck of the woods? Fell in April of last year, 30 years flexible packaging experience. And we decided to start a flexible packaging operation. And so as of three and a half weeks ago, we are actually live and operational. We're uh, printing on an HP Indigo 20,000. Uh, if you Google AccuFlex, which is the new business, you'll see a press release where the first 20,000 in the world to print some really cool foil um, simulated embellishment. I would encourage you to do that. Our phone is ringing off the hook because right now we're the only one in the world has been, who's been able to do it. We're using electron beam coating. I'm very into sustainable packaging and we've already printed some backyard compostable packaging. With the e-beam coating, we're actually able to eliminate one uh, layer of films. So if you think about all flexible packaging, whether it's being done gravure, flexo, or digital, it needs a protective coating. And the industry answer these days is to put a laminating web on top of it. So you see most of the digital structures today are three webs. And what we're doing with electron beam is we're dropping one web, we're surface printing, and then we're electron beam coding. And so everybody wants sustainability today. We have got the best story in the world to tell about flexible packaging because we can take 25 of the 26 trucks off the road 
that it would take to deliver rigid packaging. So that there's a flexible sustainability story right there. And now by eliminating a web and going to e-beam, we could uh, do recyclable. And I mean, you, you could take my pouch and go put it into the single use recycling at your local grocery store and it's completely recyclable. And now we're doing compostable. That is, that's what's new with me. Okay, well, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Tom O'Brien, based down there in Greenville, North Carolina, AccuLink. It's been my pleasure, and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, be with you on the podcast. After last episode, we were very pleased to receive numerous questions from listeners. Unfortunately, we won't have time to get to all of them, but I have one here in front of me. The question asker says, I noticed on the Horizon website that there are two different models of the RD4055 listed. Could you explain the difference? That's a great question and one we hear quite a lot. There are two models available, the base model R&D4055 and the R&D4055DM. The base model features a magnetic upper cylinder where the thin metal die is attached and a solid lower anvil cylinder. When the operator wants to perform creasing, they use flexible tape on the lower cylinder to create grooves that align with the die on the upper cylinder. With the RD4055DM, the DM stands for dual magnet because both the upper and lower cylinders are magnetic. This allows for faster changeovers because the operator simply needs to just swap out the thin metal dies. This also leads to more accurate registration. If you have a question you'd like us to discuss next episode, send an email to horizon.radio at horizon.co.jp and include listener question in the email title. You can also find that email address in the episode description. Next episode, we'll be discussing the smart binding system, what it is, how it does it, and why it's the answer to many printers' prayers. Thank you for listening, and as always, finish first with Horizon.